Orgasmic enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Hello everyone and welcome to the solo sex date. In last week's episode, we talked about the three hour sex date and how I consider that this to be a staple in the gourmet sex diet for all people, especially couples, where you set aside three hours of time every week only devoted to your sex life. And today, I want to talk about the same idea and apply that to singles. So even if you are single, you can still be extremely well fucked. You can be very much in touch with your sexual energy and be living from that place. You hear me talk all the time about how sexual energy is life force, creative energy. This is your energy that creates new life. And if you're not in touch with that energy, then you're operating at a deficiency. And so this can be a risk for single people. Yes, they could have a masturbation practice, which might be more like junk food sex, but we want to up your self-pleasure practice to be more like gourmet sex. So this is the kind of sex that gives you energy, revitalizes you, and makes you feel like you can take on the world rather than needing to have a nap after you have it. So all we're looking at is how to take your powerful sexual energy, this orgasmic, creative pleasure source, and channel that into everything that you do in your life. You take that energy, you recirculate it in yourself, and then you wear it. It actually translates as a, an outfit, <laughs> like a very special radiance and charisma that's extremely attractive that people flock to. And you are operating at more of your highest potential when you're inhabiting this part of yourself. You'll find that you have the Midas touch where everything that you come into contact with, you infuse with this beautiful vitality and power and shimmer that is the direct product of your sexual energy. So I've known and understood the power of sexual energy for decades now. And during my last major single period, I had one of the most well-fucked periods of my life. And this was just me having sex with myself. And this was after a very difficult breakup. And I knew that I needed to do everything I could, all the tools I had at my disposal to help me move through this, properly grieve it. Like when I go through a breakup, I take time to acknowledge my part, to really grieve the loss of that person and to see, analyze the relationship like where could I have done better different you know what can I do best for the next relationship and I believe that really up levels our state of consciousness so we can attract someone at a higher level and if we find that we're slipping into patterns and habits and relationships then this helps us to up level and attract at a higher vibration 
So being aware of all of this stuff, I was doing a lot of practices at the time to really focus on this and move through this energy more quickly. And so part of that was my own then commitment to having a daily self-pleasure practice. And this is where I created the formula of meditate, masturbate, and create. And so I would, I do, I've had a daily meditation practice for almost 30 years. And, but at this, I did a special additional meditation. I usually do my primary meditation in the morning, first thing when I wake up. And then I would do this one in the middle of the day, maybe 10 minutes of chanting meditation. And then I would spend 20 to 40 minutes self-pleasuring. And then I would go and very consciously channel that energy into my world. So for me, that a lot of my creative outflow is in writing. I love to write. I'm sort of compelled to write. I have to write. And so I would go to a cafe and just sit myself down and start writing. And so I talk about a lot of different energetic and breathing practices that I use in my salons and some of my videos of how to really recirculate and move sexual energy into the body instead of just dumping it out at the point of orgasm. So I felt so in touch with my creativity and touch with my sensuality. I was radiating this beautiful, attractive, magnetic energy because I was daily self-pleasuring and getting in touch with this place in my myself. So when I talk about creation, it's not necessarily that you go write or you go paint or you do sculpting. You can create anything that you want in your life. You can create an amazing meal for your children. You can create a beautiful decluttered closet. You can create a new income stream for your business or an amazing presentation at work. So when you have these solo sex states, you are keeping that simmer, that sexual simmer that I talk about. You're keeping that running, that engine running. And so what we don't want as a single person is for that engine to die out, for it to go into a dead battery where you actually then need to get a charge to get the car running again. No, we want the engine to stay warm throughout. Even in relationships, we want the same thing. But we also want it as a single person. So when you're inhabiting that energy, then you're, as I said, you wear it, you radiate that out into the world, and you're much more able to draw not just partners, but opportunities like job situations, money situations, creative opportunities, like social opportunities, things magnetize themselves to you when you're in that place. So you feel much more happy, pleasured, vital, and you bring positive energy into your life. I would say, just like I say for the couples to do a three-hour weekly sex date, I would tell you to have a 60-minute to two-hour solo sex date every week and then have at least a couple of other shorter ones throughout the week. And if you're going through a tough time, as in you're going through a breakup or you're just feeling low, you're in some kind of a rut, having a sex date with yourself every day is one of the most powerful things that you can do. When I used to work with clients, one-on-one, this would be a lot of the home play that I would give them is like, all right, you're on a 21-day sex date um, order (laughs) every single day. You need to do this. And they would have these miraculous transformations. And I remember one woman client saying to me that she busted through so much more stuff in those 21 days than she had done in years of therapy. And So this becomes a tool, like when you need to up the ante, up the momentum in your life, 
go harder in your sex practices, go more frequent in your sex practices, go longer in your sex practices. This is your energy source, right? This is your fueling station. And so this is where you go to gather more strength, power, creativity in your life. And so once you train yourself to do that, you realize sex isn't just about busting out an orgasm and like jerking off before you go to bed. It's about, yes, having much more expanded experiences of pleasure, but also that you're using this energy to create your life. So for women, I would suggest like starting out your sex date with some nurturing kind of rituals. Like you have a salt soak bath, you do some breast massage, and I have a, a great free video on breast massage, which I'll put in my blog or my on my website post of this, you can see the link. It's a YouTube video or go to my YouTube video and my YouTube channel and look for Google breast massage or search for breast massage. Um, do and then build up to your self pleasure, like spend time on the parts of your body that you might neglect and not pay very much attention to or even the parts that you dislike and dissociate from. Massage them, stimulate them, breathe as you're doing all of these practices and then work your way up into exploration. Use a jade yoni egg if you have one. Use my couture line of vaginal orgasm generating dildos and then build your way up to a climax or not. Like part of what you want to do in this work is reconnaissance. Go explore inside of your vagina and your other body parts, your breasts, your vulva your belly, your thighs, any place that you feel that you get some kind of pleasurable sensation from, or if you don't have it yet, that you imagine that you can. So I have another great YouTube video on yoni massage, which kind of guides you through a starter practice of doing self yoni massage or other practice, other partner practice as well. For men, one of the most important things that you can do as a lover is to build your sexual stamina. And so I would suggest that you wean yourself off of porn or do a full cold turkey off of porn and you practice stamina building. Again, I have some great videos on building stamina, how to last longer in bed, some cock lengthen, strengthen, erection power videos on my YouTube channel, which would be great resources for you. And then practice breathing and getting into your body and extending the time that you have before you get to orgasm. So you want to play on the edge of orgasm without going over it. So the more that you can build this up in yourself, and then you bring that to your next partner, they will very much appreciate that you're not just a, what did, I was talking about this with somebody else the other day, like a pump and schlump, pump, schlump, pump, dump, schlump like fall over after you come kind of guy. No, 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 no. You've got lots of potential and power and sexual stamina. That's what we women want. So the more that you practice that, focus on your breath work to really build that up, then you as well begin to wear more of your sexual energy because you're not just dumping it out through quite relentless and unconscious ejaculations. You're building it, building it, building it, recirculating it in your body and wearing that energy. So I had recently actually did an interview with one of our well-fucked well all-star candidates and she was talking about how she was in my well-fucked woman salon and she began doing this daily self-pleasuring challenge and within a few weeks she was walking down the sidewalk with her one-year-old child and this man came galloping across the street to 
pick her up and was like so persistent, like really needed to talk to her and get her number and take her out. And this was from across the street. And I, I hear this, it's funny, this exact same scenario where men cross the street to go <laughs> and talk to women. And then I hear the same thing with men that they start getting well, women as well, like different career opportunities, and, and but also this strong increase of attention from interested parties, where they go out of their way to pick them up in really obvious, obvious ways that are so obvious that you almost have to laugh and find it really cute rather than people who might get put off from some kinds of things like that. So I wanted to bring on today Alexandra to talk about, I issued a challenge last year about this masturbate, meditate, masturbate, create. And she took the challenge and had a number of very similar experiences where even I think one or two days after doing the practice, she had these people just flying out of the woodwork at her. Well fucked all stars. Welcome Alex. Thank you. Thanks so much. Alex is in the Well Fucked Hall of Fame and a particular category, which is the single person category, having had some pretty incredible experiences through cultivating her sexual energy. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Alex. So I'm a writer. I've been a professional writer for pretty much my entire career. I used to work in public broadcasting and radio, and now I'm self-employed. I write books and articles and work with clients and lots of things like that. And I currently live on the big island of Hawaii. I moved here about six months ago, which has been a lifelong dream come true. There you go. Creating from your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell me, so I, you had messaged me last year. I had put out this challenge, the go love yourself slash go fuck yourself challenge, which was all about getting in touch with your sexual energy through a conscious self-pleasuring practice. And so the idea I'd coined this phrase, um, meditate, masturbate, create, which was all about doing these in kind of a ritual and a sequence to really focus your mind, elevate your consciousness, and then channel your sexual energy out into the world. And you had emailed me almost immediately to let me know that you'd had some pretty noticeable results in doing this practice. So tell us all about this. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so you offered this or issued this seven day challenge, like a masturbation challenge. And I remember seeing it, I think it came into my inbox in a newsletter. And at that point in my life last year, uh, I was in a very long term committed relationship that was really in a really bad place. It was unraveling, things were falling apart. Uh, I was kind of beginning the grieving process of that. So I wasn't feeling super awesome. Uh, I was feeling kind of like sexually numb and shut down and, and really sad. And then I saw this email from you suggesting a seven day masturbation challenge. And I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> like Maybe this is the thing that will kind of shift my energy somehow. And so I remember, I think it was either the first or the second day of the seven day challenge. I meditated, I masturbated, and then I went for a walk and I walked into town and literally a guy like ran across the street and down the street to come talk to me and ask for my number. And I think he just said like, hi, 
you're really pretty. Can I have your number, please? I would like to just kind of like babbling like that. And I was kind of stunned. Like I, I, that's nothing like that has ever happened to me before where someone like went sprinting down the street (laughs) to to come say hello. And I I kind of politely declined. I, I wasn't interested at that moment, but I was, I had a huge smile on my face. It was very flattering. And, and then later that same day, another guy came up to me and was like kind of flirting with me and trying to chat with me. And, and it was, and again, like I, I, I want to stress like that this doesn't happen just every day. And I, I remember going home and I, I think that's when I emailed you to say like, whoa, <laughs> it's crazy how a little bit of self-love, masturbation, reawakening your sexual energy, it really does. It just, it gives you like a glow that is so magnetic and People just want to be around you. So that was my first uh, breakthrough moment. That's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Expert. And that's exactly how we talk about it is this energy that you wear. And I love that from across the street, this person, you know, can't even get like a really good look at you. So they really are reacting to, yes, potentially your appearance, but more like an energy. They're feeling your yeah. aura, your energy from across the road and so drawn that they have to gallop across the road to go <laughs> and check this thing out. <laughs> Exactly. It literally was a gallop. <laughs> I was kind of like frightened at first. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And then realized they were coming to talk to me. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so would you say that your solo sex practice, like, did you carry that on? What kind of other results did you see in your life as actually, you know what, let's back up a sec. I want to go back to that handwritten. You said that somebody came up to you oh, as well yeah. at the beach. So let's like all of this back up into that. Um, so I, you told me another story about somebody handwriting poetry to you on the spot and also trying to seduce you in this Shakespearean <laughs> manner. So explain this to us, please. Okay, so this was a couple months after the story I just shared. So at this point, my ex-partner and I had broken up. I had officially moved to Hawaii. I was beginning a new chapter of my life. And um, I was I was keeping, at this point, I had also gotten a jade egg from your shop, which I can tell you about later. Um, and, you know, I was in a, a space of wanting to just create a whole new chapter of my life. And part of that was meditating more often and going to the beach more often, going to the ocean more often. So... One morning, really, really early, like at dawn, I went to the beach and I swam in the ocean and there was like no one there. It was so serene and beautiful. And I got out of the water and I was feeling like so happy and refreshed. And I started walking back to my car and then this guy appeared and he kind of started chatting with me a little bit. And I, you know, politely said, oh, nice to meet you. I'm going blah, blah, blah. And I kind of walked away. And then (laughs) somehow he like appeared by my car and handed me like an index card and he had written this letter that basically just said you know if you would just give me a chance I would love (laughs) to get to know you and I I promise you like I will be so great and I can just like (laughs) extolling his you know virtues and promises with his phone number written on it and you know urging me to get in touch and it wasn't like creepy or pushy like he was very polite he just handed me this very neatly handwritten card and uh, I was like whoa and (laughs) drove away it was so funny and nothing like that has ever happened to me previously either so that was a new experience 
Beach poetry. <laughs> right. Being so totally inspired by your beauty and magnetism to put pen to paper. <laughs> <laughs> so this is incredible like these people just popping up like what is that what's that game where you have to knock them over the head that like that's <laughs> right that's right all the men just whack them all up all over the place so you're a very creative person how would you then i'm sure you have an awareness of your creativity and how you work with that how would you describe then your beginning more of a conscious sexual practice, working with the yoni egg, and what have you noticed in terms of any impact on your creativity and your inspiration? So much. I would say um, I've just recently started doing yoni egg and even trying a little bit of weightlifting, very light weights, um, really just to try to, like you talk about, just wake up that whole region of my body and feel more sensation and feel less numb and, and also, of course, pelvic floor strengthening and all that stuff. And I would say that in combination with masturbating consistently, um, I just feel more powerful and I feel more relaxed. And I noticed this month, for example, I'm looking right now at my bulletin board on my wall that has like my creative goals and my financial goals for my business. And this month I am completely on track to hitting my financial goals for the month. And I feel like I've barely been working. And I know that's like a cheesy thing to say, but I feel a different level of relaxation and power where I'm able to sit at my computer for three hours and like get a lot done in a very efficient, powerful way and then like go to the beach for the rest of the day instead of feeling like I need to be tethered to my laptop 24-7 and feeling very tense and tight. Um, so I definitely feel, I totally believe that there's a connection between sexual energy and creative energy and the more sexual energy that I'm building inside of myself, the more I feel that I can write and create classes and teach and consult and all the things that I do in a very powerful way where I can like get a lot done in a compressed amount of time. So yeah, I totally feel a connection. I just feel you know more alive. That's something that I've noticed as well with my creativity is it becomes more effortless, is that the ideas just come more easily and there's a flow that I just kind of keep myself in this pleasured um, place. That's the work I have to do is to keep myself in a place of feeling nurtured and loved and happy and enjoying myself, enjoying my life, pampering myself. And then yeah. this other flow is more accessible to me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really fortunate. Like, I, I don't have children. I ha I'm self-employed, so I have a great deal of freedom in terms of how I design my schedule. But I feel like, really, for the first time in my life, I'm taking full advantage of that freedom. And I'm saying, you know, I don't, I don't want to be at my computer eight or ten hours a day like I have been in the past. Like, I can work in a different way. And, yeah, you often talk about how having breakthroughs breaking through different layers sexually also helps you break through other layers in your life and kind of shed old habits and patterns. And I think a lot of that for me is like patterns of perfectionism and overworking and being, you know, online and, and connected to digital stuff too much. And I'm, I'm noticing that it's easier and easier to release and change a lot of that right now at this point in my life, which feels really good. I love hearing that. So yeah. when you were 
getting more into this conscious self-pleasuring practice and meditate, masturbate, create. So did you notice if that had an impact on how you moved through that breakup? Because you said you were at the dissolution of your relationship. Because I think that often using our sexual energy consciously is a great way to help catapult us through that process of grief, like acknowledging feeling grief. I'm always about that. But then to move through that and then into the next level or the next stage. So how did you see that? Yeah, well, so what I told myself going through the breakup last year, and uh, it, it was the the longest and most important romantic relationship of my life. Like we were we were not legally married, but we were basically married. Like we had a house together, we had a business together. We you know our lives were very entwined. So that relationship ending, and also the way it ended, um, was incredibly painful. And what I told myself as it was happening was. This isn't a breakup, it's a break upgrade, meaning this is an opportunity for me to upgrade every single area of my life, like my personal style, my creativity, my finances, my physical health, like I'm going to take all the broken pieces around me and like really upgrade and focus 100% on myself because I'm a total serial monogamist and I've I've been in one monogamous relationship or another, like pretty much all my adult life with very little spaces of being single. So I wanted to really take this time to be single and work on myself and upgrade, upgrade, upgrade as much as I can. So yeah, focusing on, you know, doing Yoni Egg, masturbating, focusing on self-care like never before. Um, I feel, I feel like I'm leveling up in so many ways. And I know that when I feel ready for another relationship, I will, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but like I, I will be stepping into it such a different person and such a stronger person. And I'm, I'm excited about that. And it, it has helped me get through the grief, even though I am still grieving. Um, there's that, that flicker of hope that the best is yet to come. And this is all, this is all an upgrade in the end. So that gives me some comfort, you know, in those in this yeah yeah Yeah. and what about the energy of not giving a fuck what can you tell me about (laughs) yes this is uh i i think i've always been pretty independent and i you know i do my own thing but i also have a side of me that's very perfectionistic and people pleasing and you know wants to like do a really really good job so that everyone likes me etc etc but um I, I definitely feel more don't give a fuck energy and it's even manifesting in like how I dress, you know, like I live here in Hawaii now and in the past I've been, you know, a little self-conscious about my legs or whatever. And nowadays it's like I'm wearing tiny jean shorts and like tromping around town with like, <laughs> I just don't care. Like I feel very comfortable in my skin and I feel there's a level of, um, like armor and layers taken off and I feel like I can just be in my skin and be really comfortable and happy and not care about people's reactions as much as I have in the past, which feels really good. I love it. And I always talk about how that's a hallmark of someone who really is wearing and inhabiting more of their sexual energy because they don't care what other people think of them. And they're not trying not to care. They just don't. It's something that just falls away from them and they start making choices. Yes, exactly. And how they dress 
whatever they do and like being open about it, you know, like take it or leave it. Like there's this confidence that comes from deep within, like deep within the vagina and spreads itself (laughs) out into their lives. That is the the result of being in touch with this energy and that it just begins to have a life of its own that even we don't have to, as I said, like, I am confident. I am confident. Like people are trying, like doing crazy affirmations to get to these places. I mean, maybe that's part of someone's process and that's fine. But I mean, it's coming from the place of enlivening their sexual energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we talk about not giving a fuck and I, I think sometimes that, brings to mind an image of someone who's like almost like mean like they don't care right but that's not what it feels like to me it's it's more just that I do what I want and I do what brings me alive and what makes me happy and I don't say yes to commitments that drain me and so it's a not giving a fuck but in a sense that's very joyful and then other people get inspired and want to be around that kind of energy um like I've been so really so moved and overjoyed since moving to Hawaii, how I've made so many amazing friends here and they've just materialized out of nowhere. Like not setting aside even romantic stuff, like just wonderful people seem to be showing up, popping up, want to get to know me, want to hang out with me. And that's like I've literally been moved to tears at times at just how like the amazing friends that are showing up right now. And I think that's all connected to um, sexual energy and the, the glow, the vibe that you give off to like, people just want to hang with you, (laughs) which is really cool. I love it. Is there anything else that you want to share? So the, yeah, the last thing I wanted to share was the story of how I bought the Yoni egg from your shop, which was, uh, as my relationship with my ex was dissolving and we were getting ready to sell our house that we bought together, there was a brief time period where we had tenants living there and it was so incredibly depressing. Like I was so, just so grief stricken and sad about the idea of getting rid of this house that we had bought together, other people moving in, like the whole thing just was incredibly depressing to me. And the first month that my ex sent me, um, some money via PayPal, which was basically my share of the rental income that we had earned, I remember opening my email, I saw that PayPal transaction come through, and I just burst into tears. Like, I have never been so sad to have money. It was the most depressing thing. And, it, and I just remember feeling like, you know, we had this beautiful love story, and we were best friends. And now we're just like PayPal transactions. Like, it just felt so, so sad. And so I was crying at my computer. And then I just had this thought, which was like, I I just, I want to take this extra money that I wasn't expecting to earn this year and like do something empowering with it. Like do something that's going to help me heal from this breakup. So I took some of it and I went to your shop and bought a Yoni egg. (laughs) Yay! And I was so excited. And I, I remember texting a friend of mine and I was like, I just got the rental money and look what I bought. And she was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> this is so funny. But and then I was, you know, when it arrived, it was in the mail. It was kind of that reminder again that it's not a breakup. It's a break upgrade. And I can, you know, from this grief and from this loss and this death of a chapter of my life, I can begin again and 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 uh, up level and take better care of myself and become, you know, the 
I'm like gonna cry. It's like, but, but become like the strongest possible version of myself. So, getting that egg in the mail was like symbolic of that to me of taking something so so sad and turning it into um, like new energy and new potential. So. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you, Kim. You inspire me so much all the time. And uh, I look forward to having a voodoo pussy just like you one day <laughs> and lifting pineapples, etc. <laughs> right, when you go get them at the farmer's market, now you can just lift them back. Yes, yeah. I actually wrote uh, on my list of goals for this year, I put a NAMI all-star pineapple level because oh. that's... <laughs> Oh, I love it. You know, something, thank you for the kind words and something that you were saying, um, talking about the egg and it being this new portal for you. Like I think of the symbolism of the egg too, right? Like the seed, the beginning that's like contains all of this new life and potential to emerge out of it. So, yeah. Uh, So true. I didn't even think of that, but absolutely. It is like a new birth. Yes. Well, that's an amazing attitude, and I think that's the ultimate attitude to have after any kind of relationship dissolution where we use it as a stepping stone to a newer and higher and better place. And a friend of mine always used to say, like, something better always coming. There's a Balinese friend of mine, so it has, like, slightly imperfect grammar. (laughs) Something better (laughs) always coming. Something better always coming. And, uh, you know, like one door open, one door close. One door closes, one door opens. Yeah, I totally believe that. And I think that's true if you want it to be true, yes. right? Like we can repeat the same mistakes we've made in previous relationships or we can level up. And I'm I'm really committed right now to taking some time, maybe a lot of time, being single, really taking like as much responsibility as I possibly can for the ending of my last relationship and like, learning and growing and um yeah like really hatching from a new egg so to speak so i look forward to that beautiful thank you so much alex thanks for having me it was fun to talk about eggs and vaginas (laughs) sexual accoutrement oh So the product of the week that I want to focus on is the Akasha Couture Dildo from the Anami Alchemia Shop. So I designed and had produced a series of vaginal orgasm dildos. So I always talk about the power of vaginal orgasms for women and how they are essential good fuck medicine. And women need this to be truly well fucked and sexually inhabited. They need to be having regular vaginal orgasms. So by that, I mean G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms, AFE zone orgasms, ejaculatory, i.e. squirting orgasms. All of these are necessary to really get into the deeper recesses of the vagina, stimulate the woman, help her to release tension, trauma, stress, whatever, and then feel reborn. This is really where the woman gets that experience of la more, the rebirth, the little death and the rebirth that comes through sexual transcendence. So I designed one 
dildo for the g-spot and two for the cervix so today the one i want to focus on is akasha which is the one for the g-spot so this particular dildo has a curvature to it and so because of the location of the g-spot it's about one to two inches inside the vagina going around a natural curve inside the vagina the anterior portion and so this beautiful Murano style glass dildo has a curve to it and then the weight of the glass so when you get really into g-spot pleasure and exploration you know that sustained <laughs> sustained pressure is your best friend and so having this dildo is like a pinch hitter either your fingers can do the trick or this dildo is the most perfect tool to get there so I played with the size and the shape of these dildos as I was making them, testing out different formats, like basing them on my dream cocks and like whatever else I knew, you know, would do the trick. And so I have personally tested all of these dildos and made them according to the ultimate orgasm specifications and Akasha is just a work of art to behold. So that's available in the Anami Alchemia shop, A-K-A-S-H-A. And Akasha in Sanskrit actually means the matter that comes from the ethers. It's like, well, before it even becomes matter. So it's the substance that comes from the ethers down into the physical world. And so I think about this parallel with these vaginal orgasms that you're really on a very, very deep and profound level connecting to this divine energy that you have at your disposal, as I said, to go out and to create and shape your world with. So as I challenge the couples last week, I'm challenging you singles to go out there and get into your sex dates this week. So schedule it in your calendar, your Outlook, your day planner, whatever, your phone. And I'd love for you to take a photo or a screenshot and send your images to me of your screenshots of your sex dates to info at kimanami.com. I would love to have my inbox full of of your sex date information. We've already got a number of them that have come in from last week, which is excites me to no end. Alrighty, so next week I want to talk about the sex weekend and the extended six or seven day sex date. So the sex weekend and the sex week. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.